0: Acknowledge our loving and merciful God. And our listeners, thank you for joining. Did you hear about the police officer who told a uh, Christian singer, you know, a follower of Jesus Christ, on London's Oxford Street that she wasn't allowed to sing church worship songs outside church grounds. When the believer of the household of faith corrected the officer, the officer, through their title, through the color of their authority, persisted. That the brethren couldn't sing those worship songs unless they've been authorized by the church hinds of songs. The good part, depending on what the end result will be, is that the officer was suspended. Come on, people, people, people. Taking these badges. I mean I have ever had any authority, true authority of be police. Did you hear about the police who were beaten by some individuals who were migrants near Times Square, then they ran. Why are you running? and they judge including the judge would be held accountable before God. Later free the individuals without bail. Could you imagine what that does to that law enforcement officer who's simply trying to do their job? They got on whatever they got on, meaning whatever type of department they got on. They had their aspirations as well. Maybe to serve and protect, knowing that they're human and human woman, and they have a family, a loved ones they go home to, and then they're assaulted by individuals who legally didn't come to the United States or your country or your country. Others did, and then after suffering the assault. A judge let them go free. Frequent the FBI. Obtain legal authorization to neutralize parts of the Chinese hacking operation known as VOLT, V-O-L-T, typhoon. This campaign revealed by Microsoft In May of 2023, you know, we had a delay. Now, February 2024 has targeted U.S. critical infrastructure and has expanded its scope and techniques since its detection. The operations disruption involved deactivating Internet, connected devices like routers and webcams infected with malware, which were being used as a base for further attacks. These breaches could potentially allow China to disrupt important US facilities, especially those supporting military operations in the Indo-Pacific region. The vote typhoon campaign has evaded detection by embedding computer networks ready to initiate further damaging attacks. You can read more about it in the Messenger. And the Security Weekly. Congratulations to it to the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI. Think about what China has been doing, is doing, will do. Remember now, you know, especially those of you who study in biblical history, prophecy, and and so forth. On top of human human law and human history, but think about it. The enemy join your enemy, or the enemy join their enemy and their enemy and their enemy against you. Look at what's going on globally with China and Russia Iran and North Korea, all of those and those not mentioned. Think about that. Or you were once friends and you helped them out. You let them have knowledge of your technology or whatever the case may be. And then Unknowns to you, they were like a Trojan horse using that information so that one day they could use it against you for their purposes, showing the motive. Did you hear about the, the provider to the people? I mean the powder to the people. Johnson and Johnson agrees to pay seven hundred million dollars to settle claims. Histalic powder caused cancer and was a lace with it. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about the agreement settles claims that the pharmacy giant misled, misled consumers with marketing? It doesn't settle the more than fifty thousand cases brought by customers. Did you hear about the lady that's fifty six years of age says Johnson and Johnson talc powder gave her ovarian cancer? And when you hear the word misled, remember now, I'm all about relationships. This doesn't make a difference who the relationship happened to be. The person in your home, the person out there in your life, the person out there at your community, your place of worship, out there on your job, out there in the education world, sociology world, criminal justice world, medical world, the political world. It's about the individuals carrying those titles. And you got to look for MODA. But did you hear about the Center for Disease Control indicating, saying that they didn't issue alert on vaccine microcarditis because we didn't want to cause panic? And think about the people who have put their trust in the CDC,
1: the individuals,
0: the scientists, on A through Z subjects, and they're just waiting for you, who are the leaders in that field, to tell us what we need and must know for our health, welfare, safety being, for our loved ones. And you say what? You didn't want to alert to cause panic. Did you hear about the government testing a program no longer plans to study effects of cell phone radiation on human health? You know, that cell phone that's, that you have with you 24 hours, 7 days a week, you sleep with it. You know, you, you wear it, whatever the case may be. But then not somebody tell you about the radiation? And they're no longer going to study the effect, so that you have true facts, F-A-C-T-S, and knowledge, so you know what to do. You know, it's kind of like the cigarettes. You remember the package that says, Warning, Warning can cause cancer, will cause cancer. It didn't say might will cause cancer. So now you got knowledge. And then you decide by the by your will, the volition of your will, to smoke it. Knowing, not guessing, that you know you saw the warning sign and so all of a sudden it's affecting your health. Well what about the ones that don't forewarn you? The national Toxology program has no plans to further study the effects of cell phone radio frequency radiation on human health. Even though the program's own $30 million study that took about 10 years to complete in 2018 reported evidence of cancer and DNA damages. Did you hear that? For decades, the organization has been the premier governmental testing program for pharmaceuticals and radiation, according to Deborah Davis, Ph.D., MPH, a toxicologist, and epidemiologist who served on the Board of Scientific Counselors for the NTP when it was launched in the 1980s. Commenting on the news, Davis said it is the ultimate arrogance and foolishness to stop doing research on this major growing environmental pollutant precisely when we have ample evidence of harm. Isn't that what I'm saying? Davis has authored more than 200 peer-reviewed publications in books and journals ranging from The Lancet to the Journal of the American Medical Association. You know, some things are called sanctified common sense. Think about it. Remember now, irrespective of your title, you say you care about me. Even though you don't know me and I don't know you, I just first met you, does that that null and void your true care of me? Of course it doesn't, if it's real. In a relationship. But the motive is, so why would you care about me and You've never met me nor I. You pushed your motor. Now transfer that. Translate that over to what we're talking about. You say you care about the people, here before or the skin tone, or the zip code, or the title, or lot in life. And from there, you're saying, listen, no more studies because you don't need to know. Anything else that's going to affect your health, safety, and well-being. Did you hear what J.P. Morgan Chase Chairman and CEO Jamie Dimon said? He said the United States, he didn't say your country. He didn't say your country. He did not say your country. He said the United States, feeding. He didn't say walking. He didn't even say running. He said it's speeding toward a cliff as the nation's runaway debt continues to mount down in the alarm that the situation needs to be tackled before it results in a crisis. Now, think about it. We don't transfer it now from health. No, we transferred from China, where the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, or FB1, caught them, which could affect the infrastructure where all of us live, all comfortable. You know it's true. Then we touched on the health, radiation. We touched on, you know, the the power that you're using or putting on your newborn baby. And forget about those of us who, when we were babies, had the same power. And now we're going towards the financial part. Now here you have an individual that you know global people listen to, like those doctors, like the Justice Department or the FBI. So you're not going to listen to these individuals. The question is, what's his motive? Okay. Well, he's letting you know. First of all, he issued a warning during a panel discussion bipartisan policy seminar when he was asked to. His for his take on what it means for the economy if the federal government fails to address the issue. So you ask him, he gave you his professional assessment. He didn't he give you his personal? He gave you his professional. You may not like what he said. You may have wanted him to say what you wanted to hear, but he didn't do that. So now you're going to take the knowledge, are you going to apply it, financial life, that's to, that can affect your health, that can affect your environment, that can affect your infrastructure. What are you going to do with that? Are you going to use wisdom? All right, believer of the household of faith, God is letting you know, just like he's utilizing individuals who are believers of the household of faith, that may have the same background telling you the same thing, but you're not listening to them. Why is that? Did you hear that Samsung Electronics is planning to fully automate its semiconductor factories by 2030? You know, it's 2024. With smart sensors set to control the manufacturing process, according to South Korea media reports, the world's largest maker of memory chips, Aim to create an artificial intelligence fab. You know, AI, here we go. Here we go. Now, you already know, I only have to tell you the rest of the story. AI is saying you, the employee, it's time for you to go and for me to take over. You know it's true. So, now you know it's time recognition about the violence against women act you know federal law that according to the department of housing urban and development you know hud it stops landlords participating in certain hud programs from discriminating against victims violence or sexual assault and those tenants of That landlord is covered under this act, cannot be evicted or denied housing on the basis of their abuse. Now think about that, landlord. So you're going to kick person out because of no fault of their own? What's your motive? Did you hear that the illegal entrants are at all-time high at the border? Did you know it's creating an all-time surge in taxpayer costs? Did you know that the U.S. Border Patrol made a record-breaking 2.5 million migrant encounters in 2023? And you're not talking about the ones that got away. Last time you looked up the Office of Refugee Resettlement, which is a part of Health and Human Services, where they spent how much? Come on now. I thought you was going along with me, and you were looking it up. Oh, you are looking it up. Oh, okay, well, good. What did you find? No, no, no. Repeat that again. You found that they spent twenty billion billion two two years, and there's no end in sight? Wow. Oh, and so you also learned that open the books published an oversight report on the 260,000 unaccompanied children who came through the southern border in the same time frame, you know, the past two years, and 85,000 of these babies, these minors, were lost after the sponsorship with a vetted guardian. Say what? Wow. Trust. Did you hear the UK mom who died of cervical cancer after the doctors wrongly, wrongly marked abnormal pap smear, told her biopsy was clear? Did you know that? I remember my son's mom, and we had married as teenagers. And I remember walking along with uh, her uh, final two years before she translated over, you know what from the body, present with the Lord. And I remember the human doctor coming in the room after you know, night of surgery, saying they got it all. They got it all. They didn't get it all. Did you hear about the Christian school teacher that was arrested for trying to poison her husband? All right, now we're talking about trust. Remember, you heard me say it, irrespective of the title. So here you got the husband and wife, wife and husband. All right, and she's a Christian, you know. And, and those of you who may not be, or well, those of you who are lower your, your darts, lower whatever weapon you have, including your lips and your eyes, that can kill. You know, those gossip tongues. Did you fall down out of fellowship with God, Yielded to whatever the temptation is, have been.
1: Well, you know, down here
0: on earth, irrespective of all that, there's accountability. A Missouri Christian School art chief was arrested on accusations that she tried to kill her husband by putting a poisonous plant into a smoothie drink. Could you imagine this trust? And you can, you can the rose. You know, you get her a smoothie, she get him one. They know which smoothie, each one of them like. He put his trusted thank you, honey, or whatever he called it. And he's just consuming it. Why would he not? That's, That's the love of his life. I don't know how long he's been married. I don't know how long he knew each other before they got married. I don't know her motive for doing it. It's not right. Just walk away from them, you know. Believer, you know, follow the scripture. But in his case, I would have fled if I had known. Remember Joseph ran? You know, I would have had a, um, you know, I'm messing. I would have had a uh, plane waiting, a jet. You're talking about poison. Why was she trying to kill him? So how about in space? You know, we've been told in 2024, so, so wrapped up in what's going down here on Earth. Did anybody tell you there's five asteroids, including one the size of a sports stadium that's going to pass near Earth? So think about you all comfortable sitting having a good time, wherever you happen to be around the globe, irrespective of the weather. You're just having a good time.
1: Anybody tell you
0: there's some asteroids coming your way? Wouldn't it be nice to know sometimes? You know we should. You know we should. For those individuals out there protesting, protesting, you know who you are. I of mean, you care about people, irrespective of their skin tone and gender and all of that, and edumacation and zip code. You know I'm leading it somewhere. So you're out there in Israel. Yeah, you are. You are. How about the three soldiers? You know, souls, individuals with loved ones, family, friends that were killed at Tower twenty two in Jordan by Iran, Foxy terrorists. Think about it. Those individuals that that's leading you, misleading you. People that were your mentors, your parent of parent who gave you sound advice Told you be careful with those with whom you spend your time with because they're going to determine your character. You're either going to be like them or them like you. So you started following them, and somebody came along and told you, oh, it's from my community, to my community, but it's applicable to any community. Remember, I always start with mine. And they said, oh, whatever's going on with Hamas, against Israel, remember now, going to the Bible, believer of the household of faith, and they made it a a skin tone issue. No, they didn't, did it? But they did. Because just wait, I'm going to hear something about race pretty soon. Watch, just watch. As it relates to this, watch. But did you notice the Iran proxy who did the killing of these three and injuring other service members, did you notice they didn't care? They didn't care. So if they really cared about you or you or you or you, whoever's out there protesting against Israel, and you forgot that they've made it clear they're against not only Israel but the United States. Where do you live at, those of you in the United States? While those individuals were out trying to protect you from where they were or other countries that they are assigned to, but you don't look at it like that, do you? Somebody's made it so comfortable for you that it's given you the freedom to be able to protest without you knowing what you're protesting without you realizing who's manipulating you. Remember the Godfather movie, puppet the strings in the hand. That doesn't mean that one cannot stand up for that. We say no to be right. If it's a right versus wrong issue. But nowadays, you got to remember, people, you got to understand what they're talking about when you're talking about right versus wrong. Who's right and who's wrong? But for a believer of the household of faith, you don't get kind of an all You get caught kind of on what God says is right and wrong. And speaking of God and brothers, do you hear about Dan Smith, the twenty-six-year-old military veteran, an outreach director of Victory Chapel First in Phoenix, in Arizona? Remember, he was out presenting the word of God, you know, on the streets, and he was shot in the head. Think about it, because he was presenting the word. For those of you who are believers of the household of faith who know the word are growing, then you understand the spiritual warfare and the demonic forces use the two-legged individuals who have a hatred for Jesus Christ. If they hated him, then you know they hated you and me without a reason other than that, unless you've done something to them. Well, here you're preaching the word of God, and the word makes it cure. God makes it cure out of his word. His word does not come back to him void. to cause somebody through hatred to shoot, Somebody. Well, now he's returned to his church, his wife, and out he walks, he talks, and even plays the drums. Speaking of street preaching, God bless me. Oh, how He continues to bless me. You know, I ask the Lord. I don't have it going on. I don't want you to think I do, because I know I don't. And I'm reminded before I share the story of an individual who was speaking to a group of people. He was being real with them. I don't know if they were being real back to him, but he was being real to them. That's what I try to be. And he said to them in sincerity and in truth, he said, listen, if you knew me like I knew myself, I'd get up and walk out. of And you know what some of the people started to do? They started to get up and walk out. And as they touched the door, he said, but wait a minute, just hold on. He wasn't even trying to sing like I am. He said, Hold on, if I knew you like you knew yourself, I wouldn't even speak to you. He was letting them know, Hold on, you just like I am. So God blessed me to meet an individual who was out on the street preaching, without a home, without a roof, but he felt led of God to do what he was doing. We had a nice long conversation. And through it all, you know, God allowed me to help a fellow brethren of the household of faith. We had a a deep fellowship that was real. Remember the word of God says that two or three are gathered together in my name. I'm in the midst, and God was. We both let our hair down as men. prelates. As men, my only job was to not talk doctrinally, though that came up. My only role was not just to talk about what was going on in society or to be so spiritually or heavenly-minded and no earthly good and vice versa. You know, my job, I learned, was to simply surrender to the Holy Spirit of God and let him through me, say whatever I was supposed to say based on whatever my sojourn ha- happened to be, but simply opened my lips where that person who happened to be a brother in Christ was able to understand my footsteps and his from an identification standpoint to where he understood when we parted ways that obedience is better than sacrifice. And I remember sharing with him a story that I've shared with you many times. It was a frog sitting in a pot of water on an oven in a stove or microwave. And the first person came along and said, Get up. Keep moving forward. You're not doing okay. And the first person went on. The second person came on and said, don't pay no attention to him. You're doing just fine. Oh, you're doing just fine. Here's some more free stuff. But the second person turned the oven on, the microwave, the dial. And the question is, did that frog jump out of that water at one time before it boiled them to death? You didn't say. hear me say, who it bore him or her to death? What was the motive of the first person? What was the motive of the second? And so here, that brethren had an obligation to go before the throne of grace and mercy and say, God, I just met this guy. He says this is who he is. Is he real in you? What is he to impart to me and me to him? We had a great time to see him again down here on earth. Joseph Matera recently wrote about power-hungry leaders. God ordained public service to never be about a person's desire for power, but should arise out of a servant's heart. To meet the needs of the people they represent. (laughs) I remember sharing the story before heading out on a missionary sojourn.
1: God allowed me
0: to help poor. You know, I just left the corporate world, and prior to that, the. Intelligence Bureau world, on the executive protection world, you know, that law enforcement world system. And so here now, to be able to help the poor, the helpless, the hurting, the homeless, the hopeless. And I remember my vet, you know, he was doing layoffs some employees, you know, a lot of employees just got there brand new homes and cars, they weren't aware. And I remember we were in the director's meeting.
1: And you know, I know they
0: had a meeting to coming to that meeting. But remember, I'm the same guy that where everybody else is going playing golf and all that other stuff, and that's their right. Me and my staff, of course, now 24 hours, seven days a week, we're there to... Make sure, you know, those part one and part two crimes, you know, like murder. You know, all those crimes you hear about on TV. So my little role was to make sure that, you know, when everybody returned at at their door at 8 o'clock in the morning on the Monday, they saw the reality of what went on 24 hours a day, 7 days a week while they were having a good time. But I remember going into a staff meeting. Weekly. Now let it be known, you know, we're servants. And I remember my exec making it very clear. I'm not a servant to anybody. And I let him finish out of respect to his title. Serve. You're a servant to the people. And when you forget that, you forgot the reason for being here, especially the poor, the helpless, the homeless, the hurting, power hungry people. Our Savior modeled this when he washed the feet of his disciples. And when he said that the greatest in the kingdom of God are those who serve, you know, John chapter 13, Mark chapter 10, verse 43. But when you look around, you got the power-hungry leaders in every sector of, you know, society, not just in politics. It includes the place of worship. Power-hungry leaders only relate to others, power people. Because you're talking about people who are constantly going to these social events and parties and conferences at joining boards and powerful organizations that's going to connect them with the most influential people, irrespective of whether they truly have the time or talents for it or genuinely want to connect with these people on a deep human level. Is that you? Because they're always looking for the next person who can do something to help them climb the social ladder in their sphere of influence, which causes them To use people instead of serving people. Power hungry leaders. You know, they're always dropping names to impress, always competing with other peer leaders. You know it's true. Trying to be everything to everybody, you know you can't be. Loving the praise of people rather than cultivating a servant's heart or addressing it power-hungry behavior or promoting mature leadership or fostering diverse relationships and embracing humility and self-awareness. Remember the psalmist said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer, over in Psalm 1914. Why are you trying to please everybody? Remember you heard the story. Yeah, you know, I love stories. No lies. There was a father and a son. It could be a mom and a daughter. See, so you can apply those of you who got a problem with mom and the daughter or dad and the son. But the father and son was walking a donkey. Could have been a horse, but it was a donkey. One group of people, irrespective of the zip code or the skin tone. They saw that father and son and said, look at them. Walking that donkey rather than riding them. What's wrong with them? So the father and son decided to get on the donkey and start riding. Another group of people saw that. Look at them two riding. That poor donkey. Then the father and son decide to carry the donkey into another group of people. Look at them carrying that donkey rather than riding them. You're not going to be able to please everybody all the time. Why are you doing it? What's your motive? What's your motive? Lord willing, this Sunday morning, it's all about grace and faith. Then return, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 80-some platforms. Glenn M. Ratcliffe, the executive producer of the Tested Movie. Remember, Brother Glenn was in the movie of Ghost, over 380 million views since it came out. As the husband of Diane Keaton, you know, Grammy winner, Oscar and the And Justin Bieber, the Grammy winner, playing the grandfather. Well, Diane will stop by and share his sojourn and what he's attempting to do with the movie. And just remember, we're either in a trial, coming out of one, or waiting for one when we talk about death. Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them they should always pray and not give up. Luke chapter 18, verse 11, don't give up. The brethren in the household of faith, do not, do not give up. Mm -hmm.